This episode of the Golf Gamble Podcast on the Sports Gamble Podcast Network is presented to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save 20 bucks. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times your money. That's right, turns 5 bucks into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away 100K. Use promo code SGPN and Underdog Fantasy for up to a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of himself, Steve Shermer. We're going to talk a little bit about the Sanderson, but we're definitely going to talk about the Ryder Cup. Ole, ole, ole. Steve, how are you, buddy? Well, I mean, uh, we'll be focusing on just uh, one broke limp dick team that I root for uh, <laughs> on tonight's episode. Uh, and then we'll say the other one for uh, Thursday's episode. There we go. So, but yeah, listen, um, I, we have a lot of takes to get to about the Ryder Cup. Uh, I think uh, we're on, even though my bet on the USA was just out of pure loyalty. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think a lot of, if you listen to this show and everything we've been saying, I had very little positive things to say about the U.S. Nothing team and a, lot of, and a lot of things that I thought was going to happen to this U.S. team ended up happening, including Patrick Cantley turning into the biggest asshole of everybody. It's that true. was just, I was just throwing out there as a positive possibly. And yep. I don't know. It, it definitely kind of, well, it, it, it ended up being, I think, a net positive for the U.S. But, oh, I think but so. For, yeah, but for the overall perception of just everything. Yeah, like he's a yeah, kind of persona so, non grata now. So what's funny is, is like the juxtaposition of the stupid hat scandal and why he was doing it. And then when he's draining putts, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, his competitive side clearly took over and he, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the, I think the hat thing was obviously fucking overblown. Um, just speaks the, you know, the type of golfers that we have in this league, right? Like I want to get paid and I get, I get why they want to get paid with how much money the Ryder cup makes. And listen, I get it. Like, but same point, dude, you're going to Rome for a fucking week representing your country. I'm sure flying first class, getting everything taken care of. Like, it's three days. Like as long as you know they're not chopping up the money and, and giving it to all the CEOs who fucking suck. Like I have no problem with it. Like I get it, but dude, just suck it up and take the three days and play it wrong. Yeah, I mean the hat thing I think was complete bullshit. Me too. Uh, yeah, I mean I met I literally mentioned before the <laughs> he up that he was not going to wear a hat. He didn't wear a hat at Whistling Straits. No. So maybe he said offhanded that it was just a stupid little protest, but like I mean I, it's pretty very much confirmed that he was causing a stink about not getting paid, which makes a lot of sense yeah. considering how many pro- how much problems he's been giving behind the scenes of the PD tour. But what, what, what really could have been great though, was if the U S the following day ended oh. up rallying and everyone had no hat and yeah. it kind of just spoke to the team dynamic and just how kind of lame they all were yep. that only like three guys did it. And not the whole team did it. Yeah. I mean, like, I think you're, I think Europe would have done 100% across the board. Oh, absolutely. No hat. And I think that just kind of shows just, that's just one example of just how kind of out we were on the scene. But I think I, we, I mentioned that something stunk about the U S team and I wasn't sure if it was the players or the captains it turned out to be a little bit of a combination of both. Yep. Uh, I guess, where do you want to start? Do you want to focus on the players first or do you want to just go right dive deep into attacking uh, Zach Johnson, the captain? Yeah, I mean, we can start with him. Like, what a bumbling fucking fool. Like, what an idiot. Did he make any correct decisions? Any? I mean, I think his four ball pairings were fine, but it's hard to kind of screw a four ball for the yeah. Americans because they're good at that format. Yeah, but I mean, right from the jump, the jump. yeah, those foursome pairings so were bad. absolutely atrocious. I mean, we said on the show, I think I said it was suicidal to put Sam Burns in foursomes and up. Yeah. Oh, here he goes, first one out. But like, it was they. Besides Cantley and Xander, like, which actually I heard a take that the Americans were kind of shooting themselves in the foot because you wanted to be a really good driver, and you're putting two really good drivers on the same, on the same team. team. Why don't you split them up and maybe help somebody out? But like, the Ricky Morikawa pairing, terrible. terrible, terrible. Like, why is Ricky Fowler playing forces when he's really volatile when? He can barely find a fairway on his own anyways. And it's the same problem what happened with Sam Burns with like you have Scotty Scheffler and Kyle Morikawa, two premier iron players. 
You want them playing from the fairway, and you put them with guys who just spray it all over the place. You completely neutralize that. Yeah. And then I understand that Harmon and Holman played pretty good on Saturday morning, but Harmon played pretty poorly the other three sessions he played, and yeah. that weighed him down because he's so short. He's not as accurate as he maybe like you know, advertised be. And like, like what happened to the Homa Morikawa pairing? That's a that, perfect, that's a perfectly good foursome pairing. Right. And, and especially like, so Justin Rose made an offhand comment about it. Like we don't need to play our best golf with our best mate is how we put it. Right. Like we don't need to go out and play with our best friend to play with our best golf. So if I would understand Morikawa and Homa not playing together, if he didn't do Burns and Scotty and fucking JT and Jordan, holy shit is Jordan bad. What happened? Like this is usually it didn't matter how what form he would be coming into a president's cup, Ryder cup, he would perform. I mean, how many holes was he out of the hole on, on Sunday? Like it must've been six, seven. I mean, I, I think I sent a text laughing at you say it last. Yeah. Uh, I think it was basically Rose and JC. They were playing horrible on the hole. Yeah. Like, McIntyre's out of it. And then he just made off hand camera. Oh, speed's out of the hole. I'm like how is speed out of the hole already? <laughs> like, and he was, he had the two-way miss going. Like he had no oh, yeah. idea where it was going. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it looked like he had just had a kid and just picked up the clubs for the first time a couple days, like a couple days ago. Like, and and that just speaks to, like, it, we talked a lot about how they did not play at all. They came in very rusty, and I think that is very evident the fact that they got shut out in the right. opening session. There, apparently, they didn't even practice practice an alternate shot in the in the practice rounds. I heard the and, same thing. And this just comes back to Zach Johnson just trying to make everybody comfortable. Like, And I, we've been hearing that about this hashtag process about uh, yeah. we're going to make these guys comfortable. They're going to do their own schedules. They're going to do what they want to do. But like, they weren't prepared at the end of the day. Nope. And I think it's on Zach to say, look, guys, like, you know, um, why was- don't yeah, like, why don't you go play this event? Like, there's no reason you can't go over and play the BMW P- Wentworth PGA. Yeah. Like, the PGA Tour and the EP World Tour are, you know, basically hand in at this point. Maybe the fact that, hey, you scheduled this uh, little scouting trip to Marco Simone. Oh, it happened to conflict with Patrick Cantley's bachelor party. How about you pick a different fucking weekend, Zach? Like, how much <laughs> advanced time did you actually need for that? Right. Like, everything just felt like just kind of wishy-washy, seat of their pants, like, yeah. we'll just figure it out. And they got their asses kicked, and they deserve to get their asses kicked. They did. And I have never heard someone, I think I put something like this on Twitter, never heard someone on the microphone so fucking unlikable. And I have sat through 20 years of Bill Belichick fucking press conferences where he just grumbles, spits, and farts at, at the fucking questions from the reporters. He said confident in that opening fucking press conference if you were playing a drinking game, you would have died 15 minutes into it. That's the only word. It was this crutch. And then when they interview him on the thing, he was a bumbling idiot. He had no answers for anything. Like whatever the next captain is for the U.S., they need to do take what he did and do the exact fucking opposite. Like, I mean, the fact that they brought all the, his captain's picks went, what, two? They got two wins? Two, six, yeah. and one or two, six, and two or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like unbelievable. Like, and, and, and it's just – it's. He brought all the wrong guys off. Like JT, I don't give a shit if he won a singles match on Sunday. He sucked up until then. Jordan sucked. Ricky was a fucking joke. Like, I would have obviously, listen, obviously my Keegan Homer, right? But I mean, fuck, at that point, like Lucas Glover wanted more. Bring guys who want it where it means something instead of them just going over to Rome and posing for pictures with fucking Brooks for his live team, which was funny. But the point is, you just get your dicks kicked in by Europe and that's the fucking picture you're putting out. Like, unfucking believable. Like, I don't know, just like, like, I, like we said, man, like no balls, like just completely unlikable team. Like the fact that I was happy that Euro won just is ridiculous. Like you, I will root typically for anything USA. And like, I'm the, like, I try to understand curling in the Olympics and I'm screaming about some Swedish guy I've never heard of, but these fucking pricks are so unlikable. The chemistry of this team needs to change moving forward. Uh, like, I don't give a shit that we're probably I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with Bethpage Black. We'll set it up so we should win, but will we? I don't know. I got to see the chemistry of the team first. Like I really do. Like I just don't believe the buddy system doesn't work anymore. It just doesn't. I know we don't win in Europe, but I don't care. Yeah, I mean, like I, I think buddy system pairing has definitely got owned this week between Scheffler yeah. and Burns and Xander and Cantlay. Like it just. It, it wasn't going well for any of those, te- you know, those teams right there. And like, look, like uh, there was a point, like you just mentioned, like you want to root for the U S and how unlikable these guys are. And I, we've been saying it for the last two weeks or so to just like, we're kind of out on these guys. 
And it made me think at like about 3.45 in the morning on Saturday as the U.S. were just playing like shit again <laughs> on, on four ball, on foursomes. I'm like, why do I do this? Why do I just blindly just bet the Americans? None of these guys seem like they want to be there. I don't really like many of these guys. I like all the European guys. Like they're more fun. They're more fiery. They're more passionate. Like, like I tend to bet on those guys a lot more during the year. Yep. Anyways, but then there came a point and I don't think people really realize this because I'm probably the only crazy one who was up like at that early hour. And plus, like the coverage was terrible, but oh, dude, the coverage was fucking not low. I mean, it was mm-hmm. how do you not show every shot? How do you how do you how do you have to say and adjust a little bit earlier? There's fucking four teams out there. What are we doing? Like it's three o'clock in the morning. How much is the ad revenue? I'm up at three o'clock in the morning. Show me the fucking golf shots. I don't like uh, ugh, like that shit. Well, my, my, I know my point was, I don't think people realize that there was a like 10 minute window in that foursomes where it looked like Cantley and Xander are starting to get it together and might win. And if they split that and then we're like, okay, now they got kind of a chance. They win four ball. Then they make a big run. We'll see. And then at that point, I just got started cheering for those fucking like those fucking assholes. Slap, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, I started room for them. Like, let's go. Like, whisper cheers by the way, because everybody's sleeping. <laughs> and I knew at that point I I can just never bet on Europe, uh, even if I like them. Even if I'm just completely out of the Americans, I pay my tax. But hey, listen, I end up isolating the best parts of the American team on my betting card. I am doing yep. very well there. Went four and zero on singles, and I knew that Brooks was just going to lay waste to Ludwig on Sunday, yep. and like you know Xander was going to come out on top and. Hat was going to beat Harmon and all that stuff. So, yeah, it ended up being a good Ryder Cup for me. Uh, even I think uh, a lot of the takes, we were on the correct side of history. You, by the way, ended up uh, nailing the correct score. Congratulations. <laughs> that was very nice. uh, if I wasn't such a stubborn little prick over here, I would have been on that too. But, hey, I'm glad that we helped you to that. That's and right. you were on the right track with that. And, hey, that was, what was it, 20 to 1 payout mm-hmm. there? Yep, 20 to 1. Plus, we hit Homa, uh, top yep. U.S., uh, Hatton by half a point for top Euro. So fucking close. So close. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah, and I, I crushed on Sunday signals. Uh, it had been a good if uh, fucking Lowry didn't push uh, with stupid JT, it would have been a higher payout. But it still paid out like 17, 20 to one or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and the same thing, like yeah, the, the like you said, I, you know, I clicked the wrong button, and ended up winning anyway. It was just it was just one of those weekends for me. So yeah, man, it was uh, it was good. It was just very, like even on Sunday, like like. I had the correct score back going, but like, whatever, I was already killing it. So I was like, you know what? Uh, you, I, I was even starting to be like, all right, maybe the U.S. can get there. And then I just look at their faces and I'm like, no, you know what? No, fuck these guys. Nope. Fuck them. Let's go. You can tell Europe wanted it more. Uh, and they're just so much more likable. Like European weenies are more likable than fucking half the guys on this team. So stupid. I know. I mean, now you're completely in on Roy McIlroy after seeing him want to fight uh, Joey Lacava and like just screaming with the Ryder Cup on the bus, doing the uh, USA terrified Europe is on fire chant, rocking the bus there. You are all in. Oh yeah, Rory. Uh, Shane Lowry is looks like a fantastic hang. Did you see uh, him grabbing Tommy Fleetwood's face and screaming? I I absolutely love you. you. That was pretty great. (laughs) Did Uh, you see the Bobby Mack video? I did. I don't think I saw the Bobby Mack. Bobby Mack was fucking waving his hat around, fucking singing. Uh, I don't know some fucking Scottish song. Um, oh, the walk five hundred miles. The uh, mm-hmm. from, I would walk, and so they, he's swinging the fucking hat around on the bus. Like, yeah, the Euros definitely uh, gave a good trip. That was okay. uh, they, those guys. Those guys are still probably partying, man. Good for yeah, them. and good like them. I mean, hats off to hats off to Luke Donald. Those were tremendous pairings. Like I think when they first came out, we're like, I had, don't have any qualms about any of this. Like nope. like even the genius of Straka and Lowry coming yeah. out, people were like, this doesn't make sense. I'm like, that's kind of a live dog. Both yep, those guys, said live dog. I said, yep. yep. Both Plus those guys, both those guys are keeping in play off the tee. They gain some strokes off the tee too. Both of them are tremendous iron players. You know, Strzok is a really good putter. They both suck around the green, but an alternate shot, if you hit a good tee shot, hit a good iron shot, like, guess what you're not doing? Not really scrambling. <laughs> and they can beat a rusty uh, Morikow and Fowler team, that weird pairing in, in, in there, and they end up winning. So Donald did great. They did their homework. They were sharp. It was a well-constructed team. 
Um, you know, it remains to be seen what's going to happen with uh, Beth Page Black and with that setup. But, you know, there's a lot of really good drivers on this team. And there's a couple of younger guys who bomb it and they're going to come up too. And, I mean, look, with this USA team, you know, I mean, you're going to probably add Zell Torres back to the mix unless he never gets Maybe. healthy. Right. Uh, I, I got it. Gone yeah. for how long? I mean, Will Z could be gone for that long. I know. I, I mean, know. maybe Zalatoris just never comes back again. Yeah. Uh, you know, no pun intended. Uh, I mean, probably Cam Young makes that team. I, th- I feel like at Beth Page Black, you have to have a guy like that on the team. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, though, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens with it. But um, one, other th- I th- one other thing I want to mention to you, mm. and this is kind of like a betting philosophical question, is so you come on this show. Mm. And you always demolish the President's Cup and the Ryder Cup and all these team competitions. And it's because I feel like like the strokes gain stuff don't matter. You can look at it, but it doesn't really matter. And you're more relying on your gut and how you feel about these guys. And that's more back to your roots. Yeah. And I feel like going forward, I feel like you got to embrace that more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. Like that, these are always my favorite weeks. Like they're all because I. You're right. Like I always clean up, and it is. And then look, you could be 100 percent wrong with armchair psychiatry. You know what I mean? But you put, you watch. I mean, Christ, man, how much of this do we watch? You know what I mean? Like we know these players. We watch them play. We know what form they're coming into. We know if they got balls or not. You know what I mean? Like we see them melt. You know, like that's that is a trait. Melting and being ballless and and crumbling under the pressure is a trade in golf, just like it is with a shitty closer in baseball or a bad quarterback in football. It just is. It's part of their DNA. Same reason why uh, David Ortiz's clutch and Tom Brady's clutch. On the other side, you got Derek Carr and fucking Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just not clutch. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I love these weeks. They're they're my favorite. I wish the U.S. Uh, would have made me regret betting them but listen man good financial week i hope it kicks them in the ass and makes some change but i don't i mean these guys i don't think they'll have a change i just don't i don't think they'll have a chance it's gonna be the same good old boys club who's supposed who's gonna be the next captain oh uh, people are saying tiger but i think captain, I, yeah. I i i think people forget how shaky of a captain he was at royal melbourne that was that was almost a disaster i picked yeah. a lot of back when i was on a uh, twitter back then i picked a lot of fights with people a lot of tiger troopers <laughs> i'm like these pairings stink i, I actually went back and looked through because i was like like i was like what did i have a problem with it was specifically the fact that he put webb simpson and reed together because no one wanted to play with reed this was right yeah. after the shovel incident so he yeah. put webb and reed together three straight sessions they lost all, all three of those, yeah. like they put, he put out like Woodland and Four Ball. That didn't make a lot of sense. Like it's a lot of weird pairings that week. And then finally, like you know, they just said, okay, well, we're paying Adam Hadwin. They didn't do any scouting trip to Royal Melbourne either. Like all those guys, it actually kind of played out similar to what this Ryder Cup did, where Ernie Els, like he went deep into the analytics. He took them to Royal Melbourne. They played like games together there. They all played the Australian Open the week before too. They all yep. got reps there, and then they came in sharp. And then the U.S. team just came from the Bahamas, right? <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, well, this is good prep," and yeah, not really, a little hit and angle. So, yeah, I mean, like, it actually kind of makes me think that, like, you know, because I, I mentioned a lot of the presidents got every time they go on the road, the U.S. kind of falters, and they're going to go to Canada next year. Uh, and hey, congratulations, by the way, to your boy Siwoo Kim and Sung Ji Im. Ah, how about that? Going, they will awesome. not be going to the military, but they will be on the international team. Who knows? Maybe we'll get the live some of the live guys back. Maybe Meade will come back and Cam yeah. Smith and Rocky Neiman. Like, and the fact that like those Canadian crowds are going to be really rowdy and raucous. Oh yeah, I, I Where is, mean, is it in Montreal this year? It's in Montreal. I don't know if I'll actually be able to stomach betting the or uh, the international team to win, but like. Yeah. You know, maybe like a, like a margin bet, like plus two and a half or so. Um, yeah, we'll yeah, see. I think I, I think maybe they might make it close. This this is there's a ton of variables that are going to go into the president's cup, like you said, live guys, all this other shit. So yeah. we shall see. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was a good good weekend for Siwu, man. That dude's got to be the fucking happiest guy <laughs> on the fucking planet, not having to go into the service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah, and good on Tom Kim, man. Did he just, did I hear right? Like he just let him play on that team, or did Siwu earn it? Oh, I don't. I'm not sure. But, uh, I think I heard Tom Kim let him go. Okay. Well, I mean, Tom Kim's got a lot of time. He's twenty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's awesome, yeah. though. I mean, that's a fucking that's a hell of a gamble. <laughs> All right. Well, then, well, then next it'll be Tom Kim and KH Lee uh, doing the same thing, and then they won't have to go to the thirtieth parallel and man a uh, howitzer. So yeah, there you go. 
All right. All right. Well, before we talk anymore, Ryder Cup or get into the Sanderson, going to talk to you guys about game time. Look, we're in October. You know, holidays are coming up. Everybody's going to be going back uh, home where they came from. You know, maybe you want to catch a game. Best place to go is game time because you can get tickets right up to the last minute. So you don't even have to have any plans. And it's not just sports. You can do theaters and comedy shows, you know, whatever is going on in the town you're in or the town you are going to. Um, yeah. So look, it's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You get the images for your seat uh, before you go, which is uh, which is very key uh, to me. And look, like I said, if I can figure it out, you can buy it in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set. And they're sent directly to your phone, so you don't got to dig through your email, especially at a football game when the Wi-Fi is dead and you're trying to pull it up. And you're standing in line waiting for the buffer and security guards looking at you. Everybody else behind you is getting really pissed off. Uh, so you, you have it right in your wallet. Don't have to do so. Snag the tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app. Create the account and use SGPN for 20 bucks off your per- first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for 20 bucks off. Download the Game, game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay. So uh, go ahead. So as far as like, Brooks was super rusty. He's going to play the week before uh, if he's on the President's Cup team. Ricky doesn't ever need to be on another team again with his bullshit win in Detroit and really not in contention, except he was kind of in contention at LACC. But other than that, he was just on the leaderboard. In the <laughs> he was 54 hole leader. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kind of in contention. Kind of in contention. Okay. (laughs) You got to be a little more generous to Ricky on that one. Fine. He was coming in terrible form and his win was bullshit. It was fucking Detroit, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Playing against guys like you and me. Um, Well, if we hit that outright, you would not say it was BS. That win. But maybe, uh, but, but no, I still know. Yeah, yes, I you would have. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. The uh, Brian Harmon, get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. Thank God. He's but Max Homa. I feel like moving forward. I know it's obviously small sample size, but that dude is him. Like great at the president's cup. Great at the Ryder cup as the right mentality. Seems like he's fucking in it. So I, I think Matt, I think Max is probably the best player. I, I think he's better than Scotty. Uh, at least in this format, as far as like fiery gets it done, like I, I love Homer forward. I think he's going to be like the stalwart of the U.S. team. I mean, I mean, I still think Cantley's the best player in this. Format. Maybe but he, I mean he because he's, he's so. Older, though. You gotta, well, I guess I, I, I always forget how old Homer is. Dude, he's, a, he's he's yeah, Homer's like Homer's like yeah. thirty two. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, so let, yeah. Like Cantley's thirty one. Like I, I think like both, but both those guys share very similar attributes. Like both right. of them hit it pretty long and straight. Uh, Cantley's a little better iron player, but both of them are really good putters too. Like they're really good being paired with a lot of different people. They're versatile, especially in like an alternate shot format where you can either take a guy and elevate their strengths or pair them up a little bit. Like, I mean, that's why it just, it was so crazy that like Morikawa and Homa were not a pair for foursomes. It just seems like, you know, Homa drives a really straight Morikawa's going to be hitting a lot of long iron shots there. And you know, it just. I don't know. Stupid Jack, Zach Johnson. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Homo was great. Uh, he definitely provides the energy. I think we both talked about it where this team desperately needed juice and he kind of provided some of the juice. He was yep. absolutely gassed on Sunday though. He was. Um, Fitzpatrick probably should have beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, Fitz missed a lot of short pots. I think he hit him in the water too. Like, he was like, fucking Homo, unconscious day one, though. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was very happy that because because if Homa lost or had lost on eighteen, that would have been the conceding point to the Euros, yeah. and that would not he be fair to that. Max to be responsible Agreed. for that. It was right. very appropriate that it was on Ricky Fowler's watch. Yeah, and absolutely. he did the and he did it in a remarkably similar way as Phil Mickelson did in Paris, where he hit it in the water, and then Phil just conceded on the tee box. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. At least Fowler got to the green and like, but yeah. May probably make the chip. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. like a, a lot of people were railing on Ricky with that, but it's like. It was railing his play. Like he wasn't winning anyway. Like. No, no, yeah. no. It, 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 he got a little bit of too much flack for that. I mean, I, I think his play overall uh, definitely Terrible. deserves a lot of flack. Uh, you know, not being able to hit either. the fairway or hitting a putt, but. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's really like the pieces on this team that I think are salvageable for like the next couple of teams. That obviously can't lay home yeah. Scheffler, yeah. um, Xander. Xander's had a bad tournament, but yeah. uh, Morikawa. Yeah. But that's kind of like a rotating cast of guys. Like, yeah. I mean, is JT gonna regain no. form? Well, he stinks. Is Spieth gonna regain form at some point? 
Whew, I don't know, man. Uh, add Cam Young to the team. Yeah, Cam Young can get there. Zalatoris. Yeah, I mean, there's back. a lot. Of, I mean, there's and there's probably a couple guys like you know who are on the corn ferry who are going to graduate who are probably yeah, going to yeah. elevate too. But like, yeah, yeah it it just I think we both try to hammer home the point. Like this U.S. team is not nearly as strong as what we were given the credit. A lot of people were given credit for. Yeah. yeah, it's got a lot of accolades, but like the stuff that you need to do well at this golf course, they drive it pretty well and hit your long irons. They a lot of those guys are liabilities, and it definitely yep. showed. Yeah, and then yeah. cherry on top with just mismanagement from Zach Johnson, and oh, that is why. They lost by five. What a bumbling idiot. Like he stinks. And then, so do do you think he told uh, Jordan to club down when he put it in the fucking water? So apparently he tried to absolve responsibility. He said, I was just giving information. I didn't tell him. Oh, yeah. I heard that too. Okay. All right. Great. Yeah. I mean, that that was not a good look. I I guess another thing I want to know is so you had these assistant captains and Fred Couples is always an assistant captain. What what is his job? What does he do? Is he yeah, just there, just kind of just like you know, shoot the shit? Yeah, because he's and like he like you shit off the get off the pot, shit or get off the pot. Either be a captain or just like get out right. at this point. I like I, I think the assistant captains need to do blood. Like it's always Furyk's on there and Stricker nope. and like Davis Love. Like Stricker was a good captain though. I, he was, but it's it's the same guys who are the assistant captains over and over, like giving the same voices, like you know, same yeah. inputs, and like you know, the Europeans, like you know, it's basically one and done for them. Obviously, you got Dodo Molinari, who's the brainchild of all that, but like, seems like they kind of rotate a lot of these guys. They have more assistant captains, kind of like in their inventory, whereas the U.S. like they're going to turn to basically Tiger. Yeah. After that, though, like I don't know, they got to let Phil back in. Do you really want Phil pulling the strings? He'd probably be pretty crazy. Oh. Oh, dude, I don't know. I just think the sheer entertainment value of it and the pearl clutching from fucking golf people, oh, worth the price of whatever that admission is. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, <laughs> I question his judgment on some of these pairings, but that's speculating. But I mean, like, at the yeah. end of the day, I don't know. I mean, like we all said at Whistling Straits, I remember right after my rant that this is going to be 10 years of U.S. domination, and boy, my tune changed for this Ryder <laughs> yeah. Cup. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. A lot can change in two years. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we talk about uh, the wonderful Sanderson Farms, I got to talk to you guys about Underdog Fantasy, and they got a new way to play alongside your favorite football team. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. You go for five for five in a pick em, Scorchers, and enjoy a spicy 100 times your money payout from now until October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of the first deposits up to 500 bucks. That's tomorrow, boys and girls, if anybody's listening. Uh, any girls or females are listening, go go do that now. Uh, $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win 10K each. Uh, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe even make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to 500 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Okay. All right. Why don't we transition to Sanderson? So I guess. Yeah. Fulfill our obligation. So, all right. This is just a Clips Notes version of my preview. I'm pro- I apologize. It came out so late. Uh, I was pretty burnt out from Ryder Cup week, getting up yeah. to two in the morning and having an infant who, uh, when I tried to sleep, wasn't letting me sleep. Even trying to sleep in on Sunday didn't work out very well for me. Uh, you know, I kept getting it about 3.30. Oh, I had to mute. I had to mute my. I had to mute my phone. Like I turned off our text chain because i was like sorry well no no it's just because i'm like i had it on like pause or whatever and i'm like i don't want to know what the hell's happening oh uh, so you do like yard and like fast forward yeah exactly i mean it probably took you about like 45 minutes to get through with all the commercials just zooming through that yeah so, fucking annoying. it was yeah. annoying but it was yeah. there were a lot of annoying things about the coverage uh i don't think we need to get into paul i think paul Azinger is taking a barrel fire from everybody else we oh, need yeah. to, but we need for to the record out. sucks and blows what's that I said, for the record, he sucks and blows. Yes. The worst. It wasn't great. But <laughs> all right. Anyway, Sanderson. So honestly, a lot of what you looked at for the Fortnite, yeah. you're basically going to look at here. Um, similar style golf course as far as like everything's kind of really right in front of you. Narrow fairways. Uh, not quite as thick and tree lined as the Fortnite was. But like you look at like the difficulty and all the strokes gain categories. None of it's really all that difficult for PGA Tour standards. I think the toughest probably area is off the tee because it's so narrow. And, you know, we saw last year, sometimes you get really firm and fast conditions, really hold the hard, hard to hold fairways. I think the drive actually rate last year was only 51%. 
Yeah. Um, I ended up getting a little bit of PTSD when I actually did a uh, course overview and I okay. actually identified where Mackenzie Hughes was and they had all the infrastructure up with the satellite feed. I, I still can't believe that yeah. he got TIO from that. Like that scoreboard was way, way, way like out of the way. Like that was taking some liberty and then he backboarded, you know, blasted with a great, ugh. That's a bit not right ahead. Sorry. Anyways, Sorry, okay. So back to the Sanderson <laughs> preview. Um, a lot of short irons. I data golf estimates about eight, you know, about eight shots around when it comes to under 150, which is a little higher percentage. Most of it's gonna be between the 100 and 150 range there. Um, you know, the guy usually does well here. Uh, guys who tend to have a lot of pop off the tee because there's not really a whole lot of adversity. If you miss a fairway, there's no real penalty for missing a fairway. Um, you know, the rough is only about two inches Bermuda, which is not very thick. Uh, not a lot of water hazards, uh, if you're going to hit into, um, so really you can kind of just blast it out here. And that's kind of been, you know, seeing some recent winners like Cam Champ and, uh, Sam Burns and, you know, even Mackenzie Hughes has been adding length. He's not very accurate. So just blast over the yard. Um, Sebastian Munoz is one here. Sergio won here, but like when he was, when he won, he had a lot of length in his game. Mm -hmm. So uh, I know Cam Young almost won this event. I know Sahit Tagala almost won this event. So like yep. those types of guys going to do pretty well here. Uh, and then also this can turn definitely into a putting contest. Uh, that's another correlated skill set. The predictive skill set guys tend to putt pretty well, especially on Bermuda do pretty mm -hmm. well here. Uh, and it also is the biggest predictor of how you separate yourself on the leaderboard. Putting has a much bigger effect on your place in the tournament based on how you do there as opposed to your ball striking around the green doesn't have as big of an impact as other places because it just isn't all that challenging. So this thing's kind of a uh, driving and putting contest, uh, short iron contest. Those are the types of guys uh, I tend to look at for my outrights and my positionals this week. Okay. All right. I like it. So I told you I've done uh, minimal fucking research and uh, wanted to kind of walk, walk through it with you. So, Cole, Bermuda putting. How long? He's not very long. Is how long is he off the tee? So this year he averaged two ninety seven point seven, which is yeah, about right. middle of the pack. Okay, everybody. Right. So, um, I mean, but like, kind of with the Fortnite, uh, all the things you're kind of looking for. Really good with the short irons. Uh, I think he's actually the best in this field with the short irons. Really good. Uh, putter on Bermuda. Uh, he putt pretty putter. well last year at the Country Club of Jackson. I think he ended up missing the cut because he just didn't hit the ball very well. But he's hitting the ball much better this time around. Yep. Um, so I found an Eric Cole top 20 plus 135. I didn't get through the outright because I think he's what, like 20 to 1 or so? Yeah, uh, I I, yeah I'm, I'm just banking on it's so, it seems like it's so correlated. Guys just bomb it off the tee, just tend to do well here. Mm. So I didn't want to bet him for an outright because he just isn't that bomber. Yep. But I think he can do very well here. Um, you know, I, I, I think with his skill sets, a positional plus 135 for me for a top 20 is probably fine. I think for like a top 10, you can get him like plus 250, 275 or so. Might that might be a good take, option as take well. The top 20. Yeah, take the top 20. Okay. So long Bermuda, Keith Mitchell. What's it what's mm -hmm. he been doing lately? Who knows? Uh Keith Mitchell, I don't think he's played he really played at all. Right? Yeah, and like I, I think he played pretty well at the three M uh over the summer. But yeah, like so the last time because I considered him too, because you're right, like and that's kind of been like the type of guy who's won these types of events that like isn't like a big name. It's a guy with some win equity, a yep. veteran. He definitely fits that profile. You know, he's got a lot of distance and you know, he tends to put, you know. Okay, on Bermuda. Hmm. Um, he hasn't played since uh, the FedEx St. Jude, though. So for me, it, that's out. Okay. All so, right. Yeah. Right, so I, who, who do you like? Uh, do you like anybody under 30 to 1? I mean, I got better numbers than okay. what they are. All right. you, I, you I'm, you're going to yell at me. Hmm. I'm going back to well with Bo Hostler. Okay. Again, just he's done pretty well here. He's long at the tee and he's a good putter. That's fine. Like that's just kind of what I got. I got my losers that I bet. Like I'm not gonna. Okay. Not gonna All right. Well, not, then here's another. I'm not gonna shame you for it. Is what I'm saying. I'm not, not. Like fine. Like you're right. He fits the profile. I just can't get over his face. It's impossible. Okay. Like he looks like a like a legit caveman. All right. Well, then let's talk about another guy with a uh, facial deformity. How about Lucas Herbert? Your boy. Yeah, my man. He's I like. I like Lucas. I like Lucas Herbert this week too. Listen, like he had a 
I guess uh, I, I we were wondering why he hadn't played a whole lot of golf before the Fortnite. Apparently, uh, he had a death in the family. Oh, so that know. kind of rocked him pretty hard. I think his father, I think his father-in-law passed away. So, but yeah, being first-round leader there, things didn't really go all that great the rest of the tournament. But the fact that he has a lot of upside, he got that tournament in. Um, again, the secret sauce is really long off the tee, and he's a great putter. Yeah. So uh, he has not played very well. That's a red flag. He's not played well at this tournament. He's not played well at a lot of the comp courses I looked at. But again, I'm just kind of relying on the predictable skill set, bombing off the tee, putting. Yeah. It's a wedge fast, even though he's not really good for, with those irons. Yeah. I got him at 45 to 1, and oh, I, was happy. I was happy with that price. Yeah. A lot. So a lot of these guys, I bet at the beginning of the week, like Hostler was 40, yeah. Herbert was 45. Um, again, going on the theme of just length and putting sh kim you know second of the fortnite i mean i know our uh on our text chain matt gannon said i i'm, I'm good with not uh betting on sh kim going second and first but lucas glover just went back to back so you know anything's possible and sh kim he's long off the tee uh he's been hitting his irons a lot better lately although not very well from under 150 great putter uh he put really well at the country club jackson last year puts really well on bermuda so why not all right what about Hoagie? Wedge fast pot, uh, putting. He's not a really good putter, though. He can get fucking white hot, though. Can. Okay. So you want to guess on that? No, I'm just saying, like, what? Well, like, he's a veteran. All right. Well, all right, so, all right. So the case for Tom Hoagie, you're right. Really good with the short irons. No. Um, he did play over in, went, he played over in Europe, mm -hmm. and uh, it was a little mixed for him. So let me pull that up. I think at the which tournament was it? Oh, the Irish Open. Oh god. He ended up losing about nine strokes ball striking. Oh, is that good? That's not good. <laughs> that but good? then but then he came back at Wentworth and finished T14. Okay. So, you know, yeah. the form is at least still there with him. I don't mind a bet on Hoagie, just the fact that, you know, let's just hope he gets hot with a putter. Uh yeah. he's he's short off the tee though. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe positional is a little better for him, but if you want to bet on Hoagie, it was yeah. he like 60, like 50, yeah, 51 or so? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'll, I'll take Well, so two guys, two losers that I always bet, Nick Hattie and, and uh, Dylan Wu. Okay. <sighs> What's Hattie's form? I, I lose so much money on this asshole. Hardy has not been very good. I know. Lately. And like, uh, actually, I think this is his first tournament since the BMW. Oh god! No, he, no, he played. No, he played the Fortnite. He was horrible. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. So I'm not gonna bet him if he gets okay. me. He gets me. So, uh, Dylan Wu though, like I feel like he's long enough. Um, I, 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 I don't mind Dylan Wu this week. Yeah, he was showing yeah. form. Yep. Um, played well, I think, at the Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, his irons been better, and he's been putting. I think a little better too lately. Good Bermuda putter. So yeah. the thing with him, so he played horrible last year. Or he didn't play horrible, but like he hasn't really had all that good results. Country Club Jackson. The problem is, um, you know, it seemed like the you know the problem is he just wasn't putting very well back then. Now he's yeah. putting pretty well here, and he actually like where he's deficient in his game is with his shorter irons. But he actually yeah. hit his irons really good in his two appearances here. So okay. kind of matching all that up, I got Dylan Wu for a top thirty at plus one thirty. Oh, that's nice. So, I mean, considering kind of a weak feel, like I like the profile, even though he isn't a bomber per se. Um, I like where his game is at. And I feel like I want a guy like that on my betting card. So I, I took positional only for him. I like that. All right. So who do you like in like the oh, the 50 to 100 range? Okay. Uh, Calum Taron. Okay. Again, uh, you know, long. he played really well at Fortnite. He's really long off the tee. He's been yeah. like, he's really boomer bust too. I think he like what finished second to John Deere, uh, mm -hmm. I think last year. I uh, played real at the Fortnite again, long off the tee. He's been putting a little better lately too. I think he played pretty well at this tournament last year too. Played well some of their comp courses I'm looking at too. So uh, I got him at 55 to one. Uh, and then look, if Cam Champ can win this tournament, why can't Garrett Higo win this tournament? Uh, Garrett Higo did very well this tournament last year. Bomber, great putter. Um, you know, did not do very well at the Fortnite, but he had a couple of decent results towards the end of last year. Yep. Uh, 60 to one on him. And then again, you're going to yell at me. <laughs> Another loser you hate. Okay. 
How about Alex Noren 80? I fucking knew it. I knew you were going to pick him. I fucking knew it. So Alex Noren is actually like the Mackenzie Hughes profile where he's not the That's longest true. guy, but he is still averages about 300 off the box and he just hits a lot of putts, really good getting up and down. He's been really good at these types of tracks too that I looked at where, you know, a lot of shorter irons and you don't have to be all the most accurate guy. You know, he's good at both those, you know, facets of his game. So yeah. I thought 80 to one for Alex Noren, a guy who, you know, I mean, he's won some big time events in his career, never won the PGA Tour, but, you know, I mean, given his brand power, I bet that. So, okay. uh, yeah, 80 to one for him. So, I mean, some other guys I looked at in this range, you know, Hayden Buckley kind of fits that profile, just really long and makes a lot of putts. But I don't think he's played since, um, I think the FedEx got playoffs, and I think he was injured too. So that's a little concerning. Yeah. Uh, Sam Ryder, maybe it's because yeah. I just saw him in 50 different commercials uh, this oh week of the Ryder Cup. No kidding. Yeah. To the point where uh, my friends who are casual uh, golf fans are like, how did Sam Ryder get <laughs> so many commercials? Well, you know who the guy is on that commercial with him, right? Like playing his agent. Do you know who that guy is? I, he looks familiar. I don't know the name, but he looks familiar. He's the guy who the first season of American Idol co-hosted with Seacrest and Seacrest like fucked him out of the deal and hosted it himself. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that is where he's from. Yep. Interesting. I, would, yeah. I always feel bad for that guy. So I think about him and like the guy who like quit Apple, like all these guys who like were either fucked out of them, like the beginning or what? Like those are the people I'm like, oh, that poor prick. Now he's doing fucking <laughs> truck commercials. Yep. Uh, Alex Smalley. No. You know, he's got some mm. length. He's not very good putter though. That's concerning. No. But like the iron play is pretty good. But like, Sergio ended up winning here, so no, I guess true. Alex Smalley could win this type of thing. Was uh, Sergio putting with his eyes closed at that time? I actually he was, and I think he yeah. beat Ke- he beat Keegan that year too. Yeah, so. I, think I, I think I remember that. Uh and then uh, for positional, um, Scott Stallings on the juice. What's that? Is Scott Stallings back on the juice? I not even on my radar. I have no idea. All right. What about? Be. Well, hold, 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 hold on. Before we leave like this okay. little zone here, um, I got a top 20 Emiliano Grillo plus 150. Oh, I like, like dude, that's, a, that's a good number for Grillo. It is. I mean, like, I, I think just if everybody, I mean, Ludwig is obviously, we didn't talk about Ludwig, by no. the way. Okay. I, 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 I'm going to leave Ludwig alone. Yeah, I, I think the fact that he just came from Europe and his wedge game is horrible. If he ends up winning 12 to 1, say Levy, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think whatever, of everybody else in this field, I would say Grio is probably the best player. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, best ball striker. Like, there's always one of these types of guys in this field. Like, last year's Keegan. Like, Grio's like a step below that. Yeah. But, like, Grio's an accomplished player, been on a lot of major championships, been on President's Cup team. Like, the guy is yeah, he's a legit. good player. And, and again, yeah. the top 20 plus 158, he's been really good here, really good at some of the comp courses. Yeah, I like that. I like that bet a lot. Yeah. Um, and then the last guy. I bet down here. Um, actually, that was it. Okay. So, okay. Um, actually, no, no. One more guy. Is Davis Riley just dead? Uh, uh, I think so. You think so? <laughs> I think so. That's too bad. But I'm about to bring up guys who are dead, too. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, Davis Riley's, I mean, he was up and coming. Like, I just remember. I can't remember what fucking tournament it was, but he was in the mix. And then his driver just went the fuck away and went back to Davis Bradley, like just spraying it all over mm-hmm. the fucking yard. I can't remember what tournament it was. Like, I, I feel like he was tied for the lead after 56 or, or what, but I don't, I just remember watching him on the tee box melt and being like, whoop, all right, no more Davis Bradley. Col- it was your Colonial Memorial. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, one more name. Yeah, we got I used to like. All right. How about Ben? How about Ben Griffin? Okay. Got some pop. Is he long enough? He averages three hundred one of the box. okay. That's fine. He played well here last year. Plays well in some of the comp courses. Uh, he's actually a really good uh, short iron player. Really yep. good potter. Yep. Good on Bermuda. Yeah. Not bad. I like I can, I can get bad. behind maybe that. I, maybe, maybe I can see if what did he did he play Fortnite or is this his first event? I think it's his first event. Hmm. Yeah, it is. We finished T twenty. Maybe I can fit a. Maybe I'll fit a positional on him. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, I think I'll do that. I mean, because outrights, I have my, I have six. I'm probably not going to add any more. Maybe I'll add like a top, maybe a top twenty on him. I'm probably getting decent odds on that. Okay, all right, that'll be on my official card. Uh, all right, so some long shots down the board. Who are some other guys? Maybe you. So, talk about? so what's up with is is Will Gordon officially dead? 
I, I think so. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, I don't think, what did he do with Fortnite? Oh, I mean, yeah, he, he had to have played Fortnite. Yeah, yeah he got he, he got cut. Yeah. He's gotten cut in four of his last five tournaments. All right, All right never mind. All right, fine, fine, fine. Um, yeah, that's, that's a pass. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin Lauer. I don't mind Justin. I don't mind Justin Lauer. He played. Uh, he played okay at uh, Fortnite a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Good putter. At T forty-five, eh, he's been putting a little bad lately. Sure. But right. in general, I mean, he's you know he's not a long guy, but he hits the short irons relatively well, and he can putt pretty well. He's putt pretty well at the Country Club of Jackson in his career. So, what about Palmer? Could, what's Palmer done here? Was Ryan Palmer done here? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's actually played this event before. Mm-hmm. I have uh, I have him at zero, which could either mean he's exactly field average, or he has never played here. He's I never played it. He's never played here before. All right, disregard that one then. Well, no, it's. I mean, I don't think this is really a complicated golf course. I think someone can show up here for the first time and win. I mean, he's the he's that scrappy vet. Um, I mean, hold, hold on a second. Let me see if uh, because I remember when Sergio went. Like, why is Sergio here? Like, did he just win his first time? Yeah, he won his first time. Okay, so that, right. that's not that's that's not a thing. That's a deep. That's a deep number for a fucking like. He is better than you know Chess and Hadley and fucking Sam Bennett and Malnati and like Bazayden Hoot. Like, like he's a better golfer. Than those I mean, this is kind of a Bazayden Hoot golf course, though. Fuck that! I've never. I I, I I know I didn't bet him. Although a guy they actually got for a top forty, um, not long off the tee, but. Good short iron player uh, has always put well at the Country Club of Jackson. Puts well in Bermuda. Um, you know he's won Rocket Mortgage, and that's not a far throw from this place. How about Nate Lashley? Top forty even odds. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, that's a good price. Yeah, I mean I think he finished thirtieth at Fortnite. He's been playing a little better lately. Uh, I think he's finished in the top forty like three of eight times. So not a great success rate, but. I thought it was a good price. I think it's a weak field. He's playing all right lately. Um, that's my that's my last position. Unless I add another uh, something on Ben Griffin. We should add Dirt McGirt. So you know our producer doesn't even know who the fuck he is. I think I'll uh, I think I'll pass. <laughs> uh, how about uh, you know this is a Pierre Malati Super Bowl. I was just looking, I was just looking at that too. His number is so deep, but he stinks. <laughs> he stinks. But like, what about like a long shot top twenty? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hate that. Let me pull up uh, the grid here. Let's see. You can get it's probably get Malnati at three to one. Oh, that's not as good as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can shop that around. Yeah. What is he on? Uh, hold on. What is he on this book? Yeah. I think three to one is probably the best you're going to get. Uh, that doesn't, doesn't quite get me going as much as I thought it was going to. Uh, how, about, uh, how about... Uh, Fake Bryson, Harry Hall. <laughs> yeah, all right. I might be able to do a top 20 on him. He should be, what, 5 to 1? Probably. Dude can putt. He's not as long as what I thought he was. But no, it's because he looks like Bryson. And yeah, right, but yeah. decent short iron player, good putter. That, that could definitely work. I can see a top 20 on him in this garbage field. Yeah. <laughs> um. Who else? Anybody else that kind of strikes my fancy is like good short iron player and... You know what's playing actually kind of okay lately? And he's a veteran. And he's... I think he's got a... Maybe a decent fit. How about Adam Long? Okay. Nope, nope never mind. <laughs> I was like, man, I haven't thought about him in fucking forever. Yeah, it's a lot of... It's a couple of good finishes and some miscuts. What has he done to Sanderson? Because he's done well in these types of... All right, T30 last year, Sanderson. T29, 2022, cut T21. Mm-hmm. T23 and 2020. All right. Uh, he's a top 30 on him. So he's decent here. He's a good short iron player. He's a good putter. That's not that's not horrible. No, I bet you can get a good top 30 on him. Top 40. Or yeah, top 40. Like he's 250 to one. So his top 40 price is probably gonna be close to like, you know, maybe north of two to one. Oh, definitely. That's not bad. No. Yeah, why not? Shit's um years. I think that's basically about it though. Yeah. Oh my god, Kevin Kisner's like I know. five hundred to one. Yeah, he's like he thinks. Isn't that just like worth a sprinkle? 
at so that I point, thought about it, but he's so fucking short. No. Yeah, but like, yeah. I, I, I mean, did, did he make the cut at Ford or no? I don't know. All right, he made the cut. Right. I don't know. I think I'd rather play Jonas Blix at the same price. <laughs> I think I, do, you, do you want to do a charity bet, Jonas Blix versus Kevin Kisner? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Why not? Twenty five, just twenty five bucks. Fine, fine, fine. I'll take. Fine. Take All right, that. charity bet, twenty five bucks. <laughs> Kisner versus Jonas Blix. Love it. <laughs> Love it. All right, mark that down. Go. Okay. Uh, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? Nah. Uh, yeah, so that'll be it. Uh, I'll update the card on Twitter. Uh, although I haven't been updating anything on Twitter and it's been going my way. I would think I might. You know, that's that. your job on the show, right? Like, no, it's, it's fucking I'm, I'm not. I, well, I'm not on Twitter, so you're supposed to be carrying the load. Well, yeah, it. but I'm saying putting my official card out. I haven't been doing that, and I've been doing all right. So I, I don't know if I'm going to. Oh, see. So uh, well, you know how, how, do you know, how do you know you've been doing all right then? I, I know what I've been doing. I don't give a fuck. No. Okay. <laughs> the, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, we're coming back on Thursday. Uh, we can talk about which of our teams is worse. Uh, that'll be fun. That'll be a really fun debate. Who has we the score- worst? Who has the worst Jones? Yeah. Yeah. For real. You guys scored three points, right? Yeah, we did. We we scored three points. Oh, isn't that cute? We combined together, not even a touchdown. Super fun. Uh, and we both threw pick sixes. Yep. Ah, uh, that's just that's that's super adorable. Yeah. So we were talking about those uh, those shitbag teams uh, on, on Thursday. I'll scream about yeah. Bill Belichick, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, listen. But the picks have been going well. Another uh, another four in one week. So for for you, not yeah. not for me. Yeah, man. I'm fucking. I'm proving why I'm the god of golf, not the god of football. <laughs> the the uh, I think uh, I think the NFL with the with the with the just doing the gut thing like uh, that's been helping. I'm not getting. I'm not overanalyzing shit. So that that seems to be helping. But yeah, back on Thursday, update any uh, changes to uh, the Sanderson card. And other than that, talk to everybody on fucking Thursday. Let's go.